Hi there, my name is Miriam, and I'm the host of the motivational Miriam Talks podcast. By day, I work as a quantitative analyst for a financial institution. For the longest, I've always enjoyed uplifting people, especially when they were down. I decided to create this podcast so that I can inspire and motivate people to live their life to the fullest without any regrets. Every week, I talk about subjects that will either teach you something or motivate you to do something. Welcome to my podcast. It is a pleasure to have you here. This is episode two. So on today's episode, we are talking about how to move to a new country for school and how do you adapt to the new culture. So I will be sharing with you how it was for me moving to the US and also I will be sharing with you some tips if you're trying to adapt to a new country or if you're trying to learn the language in a new country. So guys for me I never imagined one day that I would step inside a plane and when I was a little girl I used to look at the sky every time I hear a plane noise I would just imagine that my true parents were going to descend from the sky and pick me up. So that was the only way that I saw myself being inside a plane. So obviously when I finally got the news that I was going to the US, I was in disbelief. Of course, my true parents are my current parents, you know, I was a kid. (laughs) Now, if you are an African or at least most African families, before you go to another country for school, your parents give you a talk. They sit you down and then they tell you why you're going there. So they remind you that as you go to that country, you have to stay focused. You have to do well in class and you have to just, you know, behave as they, they saw you be behaving in your country. And I got my talk. My parents, you know, told me how they trust me and how that they hope I will be a good kid even far from them. So the day came in on August 8, 2015, I flew to the US. I was very young. I was so excited because it was the first time that I would be able to live by myself with no parents supervision. So I'm super happy. And also I was going to the US cause can you imagine that to the US? Like my first trip out of my country was to the US so I was super excited. I was lucky that the cousin of my cousin was able to have me at her place and I have to make sure that you know that I asked her basically a week before I moved and she was really nice and she helped me stay at her place and so I stayed there. It gave me the time to go to the school to see where the library was also to you know to shop a little bit you know. I stay at her place and after two weeks I moved to my campus so i stayed for the first semester in the campus it was a four bedroom apartment there were two double rooms and there were two single rooms now i want to stop here and say that if you are moving to a country for school really make sure that you know what you're getting in terms of housing for me i was super careless and i only look at the cheapest option and I, I did not realize that I was actually getting a double room until I got here. Now, when you go into a double room, they're definitely, it, it, it depends on each other. But for me, it was a bit hard just because I wasn't aware that that's what I was getting, right? 
And also my my roommate, she she was nice, right? But she had a best friend. And her best friend was coming over every day. So can you imagine you sharing your room with someone else and every day there's someone in the room. So I felt like I wasn't getting enough privacy. You can have your best friend over, right? But she cannot come over every day. Come on now. I, I had to deal with that for a little while. And even when it came to studying, I couldn't study in the room as I wanted. Because when I study, usually I tend to talk to myself. So I need to be in a very quiet environment where I study alone. Therefore, I made some adjustment where I would go to bed early to wake up at 2 a.m. and study in the living room. So that's how it worked for me. As I was adjusting to the new campus situation, I started my semester and my first biggest challenge kicked in, which, is, which was what? English. So I come from a French speaking country and that means what? We don't speak English there. Even though I took some courses in English to be able to speak, but it was different. I quickly realized how the American accent was so far from what I, I used to speak in my country. And so that came with a lot of challenges. I still remember that when people were talking, I would ask them to repeat themselves. And it was always like that. Hey, do you mind repeating yourself? Uh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't get what you said. And it, it came, it was really embarrassing at some point, but I was determined to learn the language. I knew that I wanted to improve my English and there was no way for me to not ask questions if I wanted to improve. Uh, there was this situation in my chemistry course where there were these two Nigerian girls. They were sitting like next to us, me and my friend, and they speak very good English. So sometimes they would laugh at me when I would speak. I mean, I, would, I was hurt because I was like, they don't understand that I'm actually struggling. Like I'm trying to learn, but it's not easy. But lucky for me, my friend, she used to help me. So she would like ask them questions for me or sometimes if I had a question and someone answered my question and I didn't fully understand, she would tell me what that person said. Since she spoke French, it was really helpful for me to get that translation in real time. However, I did not let that stop me from doing well in class because obviously I understood English on paper. I just had trouble understanding English from people when they were speaking. However, I was very determined to learn and that's why I said this. In life, when you want something, you go after it. It doesn't matter how long it's gonna take you to get it, you just go after it. And that's what I did with the English. And even this situation when I went to a fast food with my friend. So we went to Subway. If you have been to a Subway your first time, probably you remember. Because when you go inside, there are there's so many selection and you know they, they give you the name super fast and you don't even know how to pronounce it. That was the same for me. I could not pronounce nothing of those selections. So I remember I asked my friend if she could make the selection for me because all this like cucumber, tomatoes, lettuce, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't get any of this. So again, that shows you how, how I suck big time, you know, back to that time. But I don't want you to feel bad if you're struggling. It's normal to struggle because it's a new language for you. You're trying to learn and that's normal. I truly believe that every time you try to learn something, you are prone to making mistakes because that's the only way you learn. When someone corrects you, you learn and it stays in your brain. So don't be ashamed of making mistakes. Don't be ashamed of asking people questions because you just don't know. So anybody who is trying to move to a new country for their school or for other reason, 
to never worry too much about the language. Why? Because as long as you're willing to learn, as long as you are willing to talk, you are going to improve over time. All it takes is dedication and the will, the willingness to learn. If you are wondering about how to improve your English in a new country, I have some tips for you. Those tips will work for any language that you want to learn in that current country. Before I share with you my tips, I wanted to clarify with you that I came here as a junior student and I had already passed my TOEFL in my country. So if you come here as a freshman, you may be required to take part in the ESL program, which is the English as a second language. Just check with your college to make sure that you have to take that course or you have to be part of the program. Now, so tip number one, you have to practice. I think this is definitely my biggest advice. There's no way for you to get better at English if you don't talk. If you are ashamed of talking, how can you possibly improve? Because if you don't talk, you probably won't know that you cannot pronounce this word, right? So how do you even expect to improve? You need to leave that comfort zone where you are so afraid of making mistakes or where, or where you don't want people to laugh at you because of the way you speak. You have accent because you're not American. You came here to study. So obviously you have accent, but you have to let that go. Let that uh, shyness go because you know that there's a bigger reward, which is getting better at English. And also remember, practice makes perfect. So as long as you keep talking, you make mistakes and people are gonna correct you and you get better. But there's no other way, you have to talk. Tip number two, be around native speakers. These people, they've been talking English since they were born. So they know how to pronounce a lot of words that you don't know. So that's why you have to be around them. For me, I joined multiple campus organizations just to be able to be around those people and also to develop my leadership skills, right? But it really helped me a lot because sometimes I would talk with some, some of them. When we talked, there were times where I made mistakes and it was so nice to point them out to me. So when they do that, I'll ask them, what is the correct pronunciation? They'll tell me. So by doing that, I was able to also improve. I know it's, you know, by doing that, obviously you're showing them your weakness, but I want you to understand that sometime in life, you have to stop being afraid of showing your weaknesses. You have to be able to be vulnerable because that way people can help you improve. Tip number three, I would advise you to volunteer for some organization that you want. It helps you a lot because Let's say you want to clean a garden. By doing that, you can, you can engage in some small talk. And again, that small talk, you get to practice, you get to talk. And again, if you make a mistake, someone is going to correct you. So like I say, that's that way you are constantly improving your English and you are becoming better. Tip number four, it's gonna be watch your TV shows or movies in English. Listen, you're trying to improve your English and then you're watching this in French or in Spanish really really <laughs> so you have to watch your movies in English and make sure that you put the subtitles on 
in English as well. Why? Because as people are talking in that movie and you don't know what they said, you know, you, you don't know what word they pronounce, you can look at the subtitle and see, oh, that's what she was pronouncing. And you can even pose, because I, I used to pose and then I used to pronounce that word just to make sure that I could pronounce it, you know. That way, it really helps because as you are watching your movie, as you are enjoying your night, you still get to work on your English I you know, guys, if you do that, you'll be able to see a difference in the way you speak English over time. And also, in general, I would advise you to always try to get better, you know. Let's say me, to this day, there are still some words that I get stuck at. And when that happens, I go on Google and I type the word pronunciation. So when I research, I hear how it has to be pronounced and I learn it. Listen, I did not create English, so obviously I'm always going to be improving my English. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that goes to show that in life you never stop improving. You never stop evolving. I feel like the day you stop improving, you're going to live a very boring life. At least for me. Because you, you, you have nothing to look forward to. Guys, these were the main tips that I have when it comes to learning a new language in a new country. I truly believe that if you use some of these tips, you'll be able to see tremendous improvement in your ability to speak in the language. After you learn the language, you'll be also easily able to adjust to the country. So my next step would be to talk to you more about how do you adjust to a new country. Obviously, first tip is what? learn the language trust me as you are able to speak the language freely you'll be able to easily adjust to the country second understand your culture and the new country culture it's important to know what it's okay to do here and what it's not okay to do for example in my country we're not allowed to look at elderly people in their eyes so if you look at your parents you can look at them but not in the eyes it's considered rude so if you look at them in the eyes it's like you're being disrespectful to them so you have to lower your gaze a little bit when you talk to them however in the u.s when you talk to people you have to do eye contact all the time because not doing so it's as if you are being not confident as you can see you can easily experience cultural shock and that's normal but you have to be willing to learn about that new culture. Third tip is the food. I mean, you guys, I'm African, I love food. So for me to be able to easily adjust to a new country, I need to have my own country food, right? So that I can eat it here. Obviously, I brought some food from my country. <laughs> I'm African, we all do it. But I also had to make sure that, that I can get more African food in the country that I am in. My friends were able to show me places where I could get African food. That allowed me to again easily adjust to the country because I didn't feel like I was missing much. The fourth tip would be keeping in touch with your family. You know, as you are far from your parents or your siblings, it can be hard. It can be hard to live by yourself because obviously you're gonna miss them. But if you talk to them, let's say every week or every other day, or well, it's up to you the frequency. But all I'm saying is that you have to keep in touch with them. It makes that easy for you to settle in that new country. In summary, 
if you are moving to a new country for school or for other reasons, you have to make sure that you know what, what housing you are getting. So really pay attention to what you are choosing. Second, you need to make sure that you come to that country at least two or three weeks before school starts. I think it gives you the opportunity to really see the city and, you know, just be prepared for school. Third, you also have to understand your culture and the other country culture to avoid any type of culture, cultural shock. Lastly, but not the least, you have to be okay about making mistakes. You have to understand that that's going to be the only way for you to learn. So you should not be ashamed if you make any mistakes. I feel like this way, what I wanted to share with you today. I hope it was helpful for you. I hope that you'll be able to use some of my tips. And um, if you do, please let me know how it worked out for you. So before I finish here, I, I really want to thank all of my friends. I want to thank everybody who has helped me when I first got in the US. It was not easy at all, but I truly think that Thanks to you guys, I was able to quickly adjust to the new country. That's about it. As always, it was my pleasure to talk with you. And I really hope it helps someone out there. Until next time, you take off yourself and you stay motivated. Bye guys. See you next week.